Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 15th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is Hour 1 of 2. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio, using the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. That is literally the supreme law of the land. Any law that conflict with the supreme law of the land is null and void, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that reality check. As we reject revolution, we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Man, there's so much to discuss, so little time to get it done. (laughs) Wow, I don't even know how to respond to a lot of this news. It's so just out of control crazy. Yesterday, we had on first hour with Sheriff Richard Mack, Brooks County Sheriff. He's a Texas sheriff. His name is uh, Benny Martinez. Uh, Sheriff Martinez has served the county of Brooks since 2009. Yeah, the guy's a hero, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And you know what? He's Hispanic. And he just says, look, this illegal immigration has to stop. Why? Because it's illegal. Yeah, since 2012, Brooks County has been right smack dab in the middle of the busiest quarters for illegal immigration in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the, believe it or not, flood of migrants nearly bankrupt their whole county in 2012. They had to literally um, reduce health insurance and janitorial services for their county. It was so bad. It was rough, but we made it through, Sheriff Martinez says. We were able to find help from both sides of the aisle. Democrats and Republican representatives who really stepped up to the plate. The only one that's not coming to the table for solutions is the federal government. And ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, if you go look at your supreme law of the land, the Constitution, they're the ones charged with that duty in the first place for crying out loud. Sheriff Benny says, I am talking about my county being certified as a border county so that we can get the resources that we need. I guess it's tied to you don't get the funding that you need if uh, you're not considered or classified as a border county. Brooks County, Texas Sheriff Benny Martinez testified to the record number of dead bodies that his deputies found, not to mention the over a million dollars in costs to the county and hundreds of thousands of dollars in property damage due to the flood of the illegals. Yeah, the Daily Caller reports that hundreds, thousands of migrants attempted to storm the border and enter the United States in El Paso Sunday afternoon. We played the uh, video on Brighty on TV yesterday of this. Our contact in Colonia Juarez, Mexico, tells us that a massive group of at least 1,000-plus Illegals just attempted to rush a port of entry in El Paso, Texas, in an effort 
to get into the United States. Video shows them pushing past the Mexican side of what they call Paso del Norte. There's a bridge there. Okay, folks? A standoff between hundreds of illegals and U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents in riot gear were at the border town of El Paso dealing with this over the weekend. In fact, it's so bad that Brandon Judd, he's of the National Border Patrol Council, said that his 18,000 members had been waiting two years for Biden to come to the border and see what the heck they're dealing with. Biden didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it. Finally, came for a photo op in December. That's it. Yeah. In, I guess it was in January. Biden visited the border town for a photo op and declared there was not a problem. And your eyes showing you the problem? Hey, don't believe that. Just believe whacked out, crazy, psychotic Joe. Joe's a criminal, folks. U.S. Customs and Border Protection used what they call port hardening measures to temporarily stop the group from entering. Now, I find that interesting, temporarily, which means they're getting in. Why? Because your criminals in government are going to allow them to get in. They're going to help them get in. They're going to ship them across the country to wreak havoc on your community. Now, Donald Trump pointed out this interesting tidbit. Hey, there's a lot of rapists that come and murderers and bad guys that come across our border. And everybody mocked and jeered and laughed at Donald Trump for that. But he was spot on right. They said Donald was a racist. But now, Sheriff Benny Martinez on my show yesterday, Friday on TV, simulcast with radio. He's a Hispanic himself, by the way. But he basically said, no, Donald Trump's absolutely right. We deal with women every day in my county that have been raped and sexually exploited by these criminals. It's got to stop. He said it's not a racial issue. By the way, Benny Martinez is a Democrat. It's not a racial issue. It's not a partisan issue. It's an illegal issue. And they even call Benny Martinez a racist. Yeah, believe it or not, the government encountered 2.3 million illegals at the U.S.-Mexico border in 2022 alone. Yeah, then we talked about Valverde County, Joe Frank Martinez, not related to Benny Martinez, but in Valverde County, there's a border crisis, and the Texas Sheriff Frank Martinez there tells how his small town is being overrun by illegals. I'm a Texas sheriff with four deputies trying to patrol 110 miles, Joe Frank Martinez said. So, folks, you've got two Hispanic sheriffs in Texas, both named Martinez, not related, telling you this is an illegal problem. Think about that. And all they do is call these Hispanic sheriffs racist. James Edwards, to break this down with me, thepoliticalcesspool.org, incredible radio program every weekend, every Saturday night on your favorite station or your favorite device, thepoliticalcesspool.org. James, welcome back. What do you think of that? These two Hispanic sheriffs, sitting sheriffs now, that say this is not about race, this is not about partisan, this is about Joe and his failure on the border, uh, and it's an illegal problem 
And just like Donald said, there's rapists and, and bad guys everywhere. Um, and now all they can do is call these Hispanic sheriff racist. Sam, it's something that we've seen before, but it is definitely something that's become more prevalent here in recent months and uh, really the last couple of years. I think really the first time we saw this was when George Zimmerman became a white man uh, in, in his altercation with Trayvon Martin. That was the first time that we saw someone who, you know, most obviously was uh, was Hispanic, uh, become a white supremacist or a racist. Uh, and it has become effective. I mean, it's certainly become effective. I wrote a book about it now 13 years ago, if you can believe it, about how effective these slurs and these libels and these slanders are in derailing the good work of good people. And it has been very effective against uh, a wide swath of white people, although now I think they are becoming a bit more numb to it. Everything and everybody a liberal doesn't like is a racist or a white supremacist or a Nazi. But to, to see how this cancer has spread, and now you've got sheriffs who are trying to uphold the law, uh, Hispanic sheriffs doing their job uh, for the betterment of all people, now being hit with this too. Uh, the left has become so unhinged that... I believe it's blinded to its own absurdity. Uh, the fact that they could call these these men white supremacists and racists in hopes that it'll stick. I mean, and we saw that even recently in Memphis with the, the 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 tragic killing of a young black man at the hand of five black police officers. The entire national media said it was systemic. Now they couldn't hardly say that five blacks five black police officers killing a a young unarmed black man uh, was a white supremacist altercation, but they said, well, you know, honestly, though, if you think about it, the entire system is white supremacist. It's systemic white supremacy, systemic racism yeah, that Donald has subconsciously causing every single problem we have under the sun, sir, including the train wrecks and the flooding. And I mean, yeah. everything is Donald everything, and white everything and everybody, That's right. everything and everybody. It's systemically and subconsciously. And if we've left out something that too, James. <laughs> It systemically and subconsciously affected these black men in ways that they didn't even realize. And so, therefore, whites are to blame for that as well, or, excuse me, racism, white supremacy. And so, anyway, long story short, uh, this has happened before. It is happening more now. And uh, just like anything that spirals out of control, it will continue to until it is stopped. But uh, Godspeed to these officers. I stand with them or stand with the job they're trying to do. And I, I certainly don't want to taint them by standing with them or... I have them have to answer for that by some intrepid piece, by some left-wing uh, hate group with ties they're to domestic terrorism or anything nuts. like we that. We can all agree with the good and all disagree with the bad, and we can stand for what's right and what's wrong. And those who don't have the integrity, the intestinal fortitude, the cojones, whatever word you want to use, they can back down and the rest of us can just stand tall. That's how it is. That's how it will always be. Uh, and there you go. So I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Though We had a sheriff on yesterday, Hispanic sheriff. They're, he's a Democrat, by the way. But he wants to uh, stop illegal immigration because it's destroying his county. And he Good. says, all, par all partisan and all politics aside, this is a problem. And all they do is call him a racist now. It's, I'll stand with him on that Hispanic. issue. 100% with him on that issue. Loud. What the heck are they talking about? But he says the rapes that Donald speak of are real. He sees them in his county. Wow. Quick pause. Back in seconds, James Edwards with me on your radio.
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. You don't usually see this, ladies and gentlemen, but California is having disaster with their weather, folks. Headline says Ventura County, California, um, issues warning, evacuation warning ahead of storm. Now, that was a couple of days ago. If you listen to the news now, they say it's mainly passed but then the next headline says evacuations ordered federal agency warns california is at high risk of quote catastrophic flooding and then they say a map posted by santa barbara county shows evacuation orders currently in effect due to an atmospheric river winter storm jack phillips the epic times.com with that story now here's the interesting thing Ventura County, Santa Barbara County, both on the coast. Highway 101 goes through these counties. Uh, and I grew up in Ventura County, so I know plenty about the county. I lived all over it. I lived in multiple cities in that county through my life. I know it well, well, well. Um, evacuation orders in California. Here's why it's so bad. One, it's the rains and the flooding. But two, they had a bunch of fires before, remember? And so the fires got rid of all the brush, making just dirt and ash and whatever and now the flooding on top of the fires make it triply bad they say don't even drive your car you're likely to get swept away in flash floods with huge mudslides and everything else this is disaster james now did uh, white supremacy or systemic racism call this cause well this? of course 
Absolutely. <laughs> no, what really caused it, in my opinion, and nobody else will mention this either, but our turn from God caused this. You got this whacked out governor and transgender promotion of just flat out in your face against God perversions, turning our back on God as a people. That's what's really caused it. But no one's talking about that but me. It's strange. I know I certainly b- believe that, and it's not just natural disasters, although that certainly could be directly attributable. We, we, we read that in the Bible. We know that that has happened before. But just the entire decline, you know, the people will say, well, there's causation and then there's correlation. But the entire decline of not just American society, but the entirety of, of, of Western Europe, Europe itself, which was at once actually called Christendom. It was synonymous. The faith is Europe and Europe is the faith was a famous saying. Uh, but as, as Europe and as America have turned away from Christ and uh, accepted the new religion of cultural Marxism or political correctness, I mean, the decline has been uh, almost to the minute. I mean, the, you can absolutely track the fall of these once Christian nations with their turning uh, their backs uh, onto the faith. And this is just one ramification of it but it's a lot deeper and a lot more damaging than than even these fires and mudslides and everything else we're talking about goes to the very heart core of the the soul of the people now they tried to mock donald trump for his age back in the time but now joe biden who's what older than everybody really uh is kind of in the news nancy pelosi made a comment on biden's age but it backfired here's Nancy. He's absolutely a magnificent leader. He is um, younger than I am, so I don't know what the <laughs> so I don't know what the problem is. But in <laughs> but in any event, um, uh, I hope that he will soon make some announcement. There you go. So. Um, the idea that Donald's too old now just backfires because Nancy is older than dirt, Biden older than dirt and everything else. Now, she defends him as, a, as an awesome leader, and she hopes Joe Biden announces something soon. Jill says Joe will announce something soon as well. Um, you know what? I don't think so, James. They might make the announcement, but I don't see um, Joe being able to continue much longer. I've been saying that for years, Sam. I mean, uh, sometimes uh, the Prince of Darkness can can empower his minions in, in ways that are uh, somewhat supernatural. And I don't know what's going on there with Joe. Sometimes he seems like a complete automaton or uh, audio animatronic. And uh, obviously the, the gaffes going back to the campaign now, I mean, you know, years now, uh, have have just been if, – if, if what they stood for – wasn't so abhorrent, abhorrent and degenerate. I mean, you would almost feel a little bit of sympathy because it's it's almost as if it's elder abuse. It's, I wouldn't. My grandfather, great grandfather, excuse me, was put in a nursing home when he lost his mental faculties, and you know I wouldn't have wanted anybody making fun of him. But I also didn't run him for president, and and uh, make believe that he had his wits about him. And but but now it's I mean my God, it's it's so much even worse than Biden. Uh, yeah, the idea that he will run again, I mean, that, that certainly remains to be seen. I mean, anything, you still got a lifetime uh, between now and, and the primaries, which begin in January. But look at Fetterman. I mean, this is another situation where, uh, uh, at face value, it's, it's very sad. But this, this man is, is 
you know, totally in, incapable of, of, of holding, you know, any job because of his physical disabilities and his mental disabilities stemming from strokes and things like that. Um, much less being a senator, one of the 50 most powerful people in the world, really. Uh, but uh, that didn't stop them from voting him in. I mean, it wasn't even an afterthought that this guy can't think for himself. He can barely function. I mean, much exponentially worse than Biden, even though he's obviously much longer, but he's had these strokes. And it's just uh, uh, it's just very, very strange what the American public will, will accept and promote and uh, well, and I don't even I, know I, that the I, American th- public is so on board. I think people are basically just embarrassed. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't want to come across offensive. But these leaders are promoting this. Uh, and as far as I can tell, the American people seem to be just unable to do anything about it. The deep state is that entrenched, I think, is the point. Well, I tell you, the Democrats certainly wholeheartedly and enthusiastically voted for Fetterman in Pennsylvania. I mean, somebody was voting for him. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, the American people at large, I mean, obviously, well, this goes back to something we've talked about for quite a while now on this program, Sam. What, which America are you talking about? Because there's at least two, and they're diametrically opposed to one another, and they have nothing in common. So which of the two Americas? There is no one America anymore. Not at all. Well, and that really is the quintessential problem. And the question is, what are the two Americas? Some would believe it's Democrats versus Republicans. Some would say it's red versus blue. Some would say it's, you know, I think it's deep state versus us, James. Well, it certainly is. It is that when you when you boil it down and when you, you, you get down uh, to the, the core of the onion. Uh, but unfortunately, so many people whether it's due to it's just the easiest thing to do or whether or not they're true believers or they're just going along because most people just aimlessly drift with whatever the prevailing tide is. A lot of people uh, have believed that the deep state agenda against us is in their best interest. And, um, you know, certainly it might get them a pass for a while, but at the end of the day, uh, these people whom they consider to be fighting for them is really against them and against all of us. And uh, they'll find that out sooner or later and it won't be pleasant when they do. You got that right. For sure. The question really is what can we do about it? What can we do to affect any change that may matter uh, or not? And the only thing I think we can do at this point, James is prepare our families. There is a, a growing need and in some places it's being filled for parallel societies. And I don't mean anything. I know that uh, you and I, Sam, and organizations with which you're affiliated certainly get the slur anti-government. Now, actually, you're talking about proper government, proper role of government. Uh, it's not anti-government at all to, to want uh elected officials, whether they be law enforcement or political, to uh, adhere to the rule of law and God's laws and, 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 and the Constitution. But that's anti-government, I guess. But uh, when I talk about parallel societies, I don't mean anything extra legal. I don't mean anything insurrectionist. I just mean unplugging from this matrix, unplugging from this criminally corrupt and antichrist system to the, to the fullest extent that you can. And that's what our people need to be doing right now in these dark days uh, until uh, there is a movement afoot that can reclaim America's destiny until and, and, and things will change. I mean, we're not going to continue on this path forever. Empires rise and fall and the pendulum swings and uh, there's a cycle of hard 
uh, tough men creating good times and good times creating weak men, and then it all falls, and then it, it re- rejuvenates, uh, and that's been proven throughout history. But what we need to be doing right now is, I mean, you can't go out and engage in violence or advocate for violence or even think like that. That's not the way. There, there's no army to join right now. It's, 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 you can't you can fight if that. You're way. the criminal left, though. You can do it with well, literal impunity. Well, yeah, no. If you're, if you're Antifa, can't. well, we yeah. If you're if you're a support group of the regime like Antifa, you, you can do whatever you want. You can burn down police stations. You're gonna get bailed out. Probably not do any time. Probably skate. If you're people like us, though, homeschool. Live off the land, homestead to the extent that you can. Unplug from the system and get with a community of like-minded people to support one another. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. James Edwards, Sam Butchman on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden is taking action to curb gun violence as he met with survivors of a recent mass shooting in Monterey Park, California, Tuesday. In a speech, the president laid out the details of his new executive order on gun control. More parents, teachers, police officers, health providers, and counselors know how to flag for the court that someone is exhibiting violent tendencies. Biden added Congress should act to implement universal background checks and ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Back in January, 11 people were shot and killed in Monterey Park in a predominantly Asian-American community after a Lunar New Year festival. President Biden says he'll continue working to lower costs for Americans. His comment comes as the latest Consumer Price Index report showed inflation eased on an annual basis, but rose slightly in February over the prior month. Ohio is suing railroad company Norfolk Southern over the toxic train derailment in East Palestine last month. The state's attorney general explained what Ohio is looking to gain. The state of Ohio has sued Norfolk and Southern over the February 3rd derailment and subsequent toxic spill that occurred near the village, in the village of East Palestine. Dave Yost added that he's also seeking a declarative judgment that Norfolk Southern is responsible. The mortality rate for kids is rising fast. A new study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association says the mortality rate for children and teens spiked in 2020 and in 2021. The increase in deaths was driven by homicides, accidental drug overdoses, car accidents, and suicides. The mortality rate of Americans aged 1 to 19 increased by 11% from 2019 to 2020 and another 8% between 2020 and 2021. I'm John Schaefer. This is USA News. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to start the year right and keep that warm and cozy feeling going all winter long. Right now is the perfect time to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices from incredible steaks, premium chicken, delicious pork to seafood. There's something for everyone, and every bite is backed by their 100% money 
money-back guarantee. Visit OmahaSteaks.com today. Enter TREAT at checkout to get $30 off your order. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Well, I ain't afraid of dying. It's the thought of being dead. I want to go on being me once my eulogy's been read. Don't spread my ashes out to sea. Don't lay me down to rest. You can put my mind at ease if you fill my last request. Pop me up beside the jukebox if I Had the juice bobs when I die. There you have it, James. These people never want to go, buddy. <laughs> no, you know, and I, I that's funny. Um, about people who, who do live longer, I, I, I had a doctor one time who, who told me we always talk about you know the, the old saying, only the good die young. And the doctor, I, I, I said that, and a doctor actually laughed, and he said, "There's." Uh, he goes, "I believe that entirely." He said, "There's almost something uh, medically sound about that." That uh, you know, some of these people. I mean, h- how old is George Soros, for instance? I mean, so, some of these people. If you look at the people who just <laughs> never seem to go, uh, yeah, <laughs> they've. Um, there's a common denominator there. I know I've lost a lot. I know a lot of good people who died young. A lot of them. They need to be propped up against that jukebox, maybe. I tell you what, we could use George a few more Soros is ninety-two like years old, James. He'll he'll be he'll outlive us. Ninety-two years old. How old's Bill Gates? He's not that old, but let's see. Sixty-seven years old. Now I realize that's not that old, but you're right. You know these people just hang around forever. And the reason I played that Joe Dippy thing is because look. Nancy Pelosi, how old is she? How old is Joe Biden? How old yeah. is Donald Trump, you know? And these people just hang on forever. Now, I want to talk about the feud between the Donald and the Ron um, because it's very interesting. Now, Trump announces action to totally obliterate the deep state, James, if elected. Quote, I was getting ready to do it, he said. I was getting ready to pull the trigger, he said. Bob Unruh with the story WND.com, and Trump has promised in a campaign speech that if he's elected in 2024, he'll eliminate the U.S. Department of Education of his plan to get rid of the deep state, James. Now, in all fairness, I have questions about the Donald, as you all know. I've not been on board as everybody else has been. I've given Donald credit when it's due. I've supported the good things that he's done, but I've been very critical about the bad things and the harm that he's done as well. But I made one statement that was very interesting, James, and I don't go back on my statements. Or if I do, I'll apologize for that. Okay? But here's the deal. I told you what single department has Donald even suggested he would get rid of. And the answer is I can't find one until now. Donald's getting desperate for 2024, ladies and gentlemen. 
And so Donald basically says, hey, man, you elect me in 2024, and I'm going to abolish the education department. Yeah, that's one of the federal bureaucracies that is not outlined in the Constitution and which didn't exist for many decades of the United States, Donald rightly says. There's previously been efforts to kill the agency, as you all know, and turn responsibilities back to the local communities, school boards, and state agencies rather than the general government now. On one hand, you might ignore Donald and say that's just rhetoric, but you know what? He said that about abortions, that I'll turn it over to the states, and lo and behold, the people who put on the Supreme Court actually did it. So, you know what? He said during his first term, 2016 to 2020, that action was considered. We studied it very closely, and I was ready to pull the trigger, he explained. Now, um, some are asking, should the U.S. Department of Education be totally obliterated? I would say absolutely. Um, but I found that fascinating, James. Do you think that he'd really do it? Do you think it's just rhetoric or what? Now, the Gateway Pundit also documented Trump's plan that include a strategy to totally obliterate the deep state. Do you think it's real, James? Probably not. Uh, I, I, I hope. Uh, hope springs eternal, does it not? I, it sounds wonderful. I'm entirely 100,000% behind the idea, and I wish that he would do it. Every time I hear something wonderful like this that he says he's going to do, I always think to myself, man, it would have been great if he could have ever been president and actually have accomplished some of these things. <laughs> But, of course, when he was in there, and he was in there, and he did have the power to at least try to do some of these things, he really didn't do much of it at all. He basically spent his political capital. When you get elected, you've got capital for about a year. Uh, and then you get into the midterms, and if you lose the midterms, which the Republicans did halfway through his his years, uh, then... Uh, uh, you're done. And uh, when he had the most political power he was ever going to have, he basically funded the Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell deep state Republican agenda. So he he didn't you know do the things that got him elected, which was uh, the wall. Now, he did say a lot of things that I agreed with. And if, if the choice comes down to this, Sam, do I want somebody in there that's at least going to say things that I agree with and at least raise public consciousness to these being mainstream, legitimate political ideas or... Joe Biden, who's not going to say anything I agree with and actively work and actually accomplish things uh, that is going to further destroy the nation, then obviously, you know, I'd rather have Trump. But uh, would I he actually do it more, if he gets back I, in there? Whether he'll do it or not, time will tell. That's no doubt. And I'm not changing my views on Donald. I will not vote for him. I would vote for him on the hope. Yes. I mean, if that's the question. Yes, I will not vote for him unless he does a few things. But listen up, Donald. OK, I know your surrogates listen to this program. Many of your surrogates have been on this program. I know, Donald, you're chicken to come on this program because they'll call you a racist if you do. So I know you're kind of chicken about that. It's okay, Donald. I'll take care of you, buddy. I'll help you. I'll pay for the call since you probably can't afford it. I'll, I'll make sure that if you get stuck in your words and can't speak properly, I'll help you, buddy. I'll take good care of you, my friend. Uh, but I know Donald's chicken to come on this radio program. He's afraid of the, quote, political fallout. Never mind that we're some of the most credible people in the business longer than anybody he knows. Most of the people that he's been on with have already melted down in their own ways. Look at Alex Jones and others to make the point. Uh, I have done none of those things except for just stood tall for the sacred cause of liberty day in and day out at my own expense and been attacked for it. And even when I've interviewed his sons and give them prime time and complete support, uh, they literally uh, attack me for the efforts. Shame on you all. Nevertheless, Donald, you're welcome on this broadcast. But I, 
I'm refusing to vote for Donald because of a few things. One, like you say, a lot of what his campaign rhetoric has been is nothing but rhetoric. There's no follow through. But Donald, this is one of the things that, again, I don't attack you personally. I stand for what's right, and I reject what's wrong every time based on principle. So, Donald, if you want to abolish the education department, buddy, you have nothing but support from Sam Bushman. But what I would recommend you do, if you want, if you want some advisors whispering in your ear, buddy, don't listen to the whacked out, um, you know, Rudy Giuliani's and Jared Kushner's and these other whacked out, psychotic, deep state perverts. Listen to people like me, Donald. Are you ready? Let me give you some clear sound sage advice okay why don't you list a string of government departments that you're going to shut down entirely and why don't you start with the education department good job i back you 100 percent. but you also need to shut down the irs entirely yeah and if you want to be like glenn beck and pretend that it can't be done uh glenn tried that with ron paul and he on the air said oh it can't be done ron and ron laughed at him and said you're completely ignorant glenn why don't you do some research and have me back well glenn did the research and had back Ron Paul and admitted Ron was right and Glenn was wrong. So don't go there with me, Donald. You'll just display your ignorance, my friend. Do your research, get it done. But you said 2016 to 2020 that you were researching shutting down the education department. I appreciate that, but Republicans have been promising that for decades. So that research should take all of five minutes, buddy. Just so you know. (laughs) Um, But more than that, what you need to do, though, is give me a list of agencies you're going to shut down. Why don't you try shutting down the CDC? Donald. So now it would be the education department and the CDC. What about the IRS and the FDA and the EPA and the FBI and the CIA? Donald, you should roll out a whole list of deep state government programs that have no, let me say this again, that have no validity and constitutionality whatsoever. Shut them all down, Donald. The next thing you should do is tell me who you're going to surround yourself with. Are you going to make Ron Paul or Rand Paul? the Treasury Secretary? Are you going to make Richard Mack in charge of shutting down the FBI for you, buddy? You're going to put Sam Bushman in charge of your media? See, if you do things like that, Donald, I'd actually vote for you, believe it or not, buddy. I would. I'd double down and get it done. But I cannot trust the people you surround yourself with. They're deep state criminals, Don. And, and that's they the put thing, egg Sam. on your face over and over, James. Well, that was – he had such, in my opinion – and, and for a lot of reasons, a wonderful campaign in, 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 in 16. I mean, he was saying things that no candidate this side of Buchanan had ever said, much less a front runner and, and the favorite who won the nomination and then, and then won the presidency. But as soon as he got in during that transition period, he, tr- he surrounded himself with all of the retread neocons from the Bush who have worked against him and still work against him. Mitt Romney and Bolton, they're trying to throw him in jail, Trump. buddy. Yeah, and he put them in positions of power. They won't even admit the truth on January 6th, even though the video's in your face. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. 
In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com So I'm giving Donald Trump a little bit of advice, ladies and gentlemen. Donald says he wants to abolish the education department if he gets elected in 2024 as his shot across the bow to jettison the deep state. Amen, Donald. Good for you, buddy. Why don't you list a ton of agencies? I've given you in the last segment a bunch of them I'd get rid of. Why don't you also tell me who you're going to surround yourself with so I can know that you're not going to be surrounded by deep state enemy traitors. Okay? Look, you got treasonous traitors around you, buddy, and they betrayed you and sold you down the river. Jettison those people. Start to fund this radio network so we can tell the truth about you. We'll have you on. We'll have your sons on. We'll have all the people around you that are going to be in your next administration on. And we will do our very best to paint a picture of a real America rising from the ashes of Joe Biden's betrayal and deep state hostilities towards the greatest country on the face of the earth. Donald, buddy, you can do it, brother. I believe you can do it if you set your mind to it, Donald. And I would support you in doing so. But I've got to see those things. The next piece of advice I have for you, Donald, is don't attack Ron DeSantis anymore. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. And every time you do it, conservatives like me want to jump on the Ron bandwagon and off the Donald bandwagon. Because you know what? We're not interested in attacking those of us who do good. You know what? Attack the Mitt Romneys. Okay, attack the Chuck, whatever his name is, Schumer's. Attack the deep state Mitch McConnell's. Attack the, don't attack good guys doing good things. Is Ron perfect? Far from. But Donald, he's done so much good. Every time you attack him, all you do is make people decide that they think you're a nutcase. And they don't want to go along with your plan because I know that you've done really well in the media by attacking everybody. But you go too far and you don't know when to stop. So if I was your media leader, I would tell you, have kind words for Ron. If you're smart, Donald... You might get Ron as a running mate. Now you would say, well, wait a minute, two guys from Florida? Well, maybe. Donald's really a New York guy. He's not a Florida guy. Okay? Hillary Clinton's a, what, Arkansas gal, not a New York gal? You see the point? Mitt Romney's a Massachusetts guy, not a Utah guy. Now, I know these 
carpetbaggers and everything else have come to fruition. But, Donald, you and Ron could take the country by storm. There are statements all over by conservatives going, let's make Florida the whole country. <laughs> the point's well taken. Donald, you know what? You could basically win if you had Ron DeSantis on your team. You don't believe me? Mr. Trump and Mr. DeSantis, whose combined support makes up more than 75% of Republican primary voters in this 2024 presidential contest poll. Did you know that, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, So all I'm telling you is there's my advice for the Donald, James. Yeah, sometimes there's brilliance in simplicity. I've been hearing this argument for Donald, this argument for DeSantis, and vice versa. But, yeah, why not team up if Trump can only serve one more term anyway? Why not uh, team up and then DeSantis is the is the presu- uh, presumed president in 2028, which a lot of people are saying that's when he should run anyway and let uh, Donald have the field and go from there. I don't know how much more decline we can uh, suffer before the whole thing collapses, but it's 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 interesting in theory. Uh, I, just to circle back quickly to what we were talking about earlier, yes, Trump surrounded himself with all of these people who are trying to put him in jail, putting those people in positions of power. You and I always said the media was so uh, they Trump could have walked on water and they would have found fault in it. I mean, there was nothing he did or said ever that they didn't mock, ridicule. Um, attack uh, racist i mean every single day racist nazi white supremacist every single day every single article millions of articles had to have been by now uh and and and, but he still let them populate the white house press briefing room it should have been alternative media it should have been liberty news radio both of his sons came on your show a lot of his surrogates did why not put people like that alternative media voices in there and and by the way people by the way when his sons came on my show and when every single Trump surrogate came on my show I didn't even talk about the differences that I had with some of them and or Donald. I did my very best to give them a, a an honest, fair, appropriate, who, what, when, where, why of the story interview that was legitimate every well, time, Donald. You know, and to Sam, there's actual diversity of opinion on this network, even between you and I uh, from time to time. There is zero diversity of opinion with the establishment controlled news outlets there. And they're entirely anti-Trump. So that 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 was something. But now that's that's, you know, will he do better this time? Uh, did he not know how to maneuver these things as a first time politician? People might argue, would he do better now that he knows the way the game is played and the lay of the land and. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I, it'd be a flip of the coin. Now, with, with regards to DeSantis, though, something very interesting. You know, by the way, Trump did do something to his eternal credit. He, he, he made people see these bogus attacks of racism, uh, allegations of racism for what they were, and people saw courage. He never apologized when he was called these things. He, he never tried to explain. He did the things that I've always encouraged people to do, and it really steeled people's resolve for when that comes to them. Basically now, I think Trump more than anybody has proven our point that everything and everybody the liberals don't like is a racist, and, and uh, you just got to understand that they might not even necessarily believe it to be true, but they know it's effective, effective in derailing you. Uh, and, and the Republican base through the Trump years and up until now have moved much, much, much further to the right, which is a good thing. Uh, much more conservative, let me put it that way, uh, than they were before. And they're seeing things much more clearly to the point now where you have people like Ron DeSantis saying things that you would have never heard. I mean, Ron DeSantis himself labeled a, 
uh, and then a racial attack, anti-white. All right. So when people are using that um, that language, and by the way, it was this was the Waukesha parade massacre where the black felon got into his car and ran over white people. He said earlier on his social media he wanted to go and kill white people, but you know you don't hear much about that. Uh, but he did say it. DeSantis saying it's anti-white. A lot of things like that now that are happening. And it's wrong that, when he says it too, and it's it's wrong when they all say it, folks. But one thing DeSantis is doing now, and, and, and we've talked about, hey, you know, if we're two separate countries in, in theory, uh, how about maybe becoming two separate in fact? And there are, there is a growing hunger in the Republican base. Uh, latest Rasmussen poll, 47%, I believe it was Rasmussen, I, I can find out exactly what poll it was, but it was one of the mainstream polling agencies. 47% of Republicans are in favor of secession or a national divorce. Now, that is actually the majority. You say, hang on now, 47% in the majority. But it is because there was a smaller percentage that said they were not in favor of it and um, an even smaller percentage that said they were unsure. So out of the yes, no, and unsure, the yes uh, carried the day. Now, Ron DeSantis in Florida has just reinstituted the Florida National Guard, and I think this is good. Uh, the... Anything that moves us further into state sovereignty and, and disconnects us from the federal Leviathan is good for the people of that state. And it says here in this article, I'll make this very quick, the Florida State Guard will be compromised of Floridians, and it will be assigned to assist and help only Floridians, DeSantis said in a news conference. It will not be subject to be mobilized by the federal government, and the federal government cannot impose policies or penalties on the Florida State Guard. Now, that is a pretty powerful statement there from Ron DeSantis. So, yes, I would love to see Trump and DeSantis team up. And uh, hundreds of people are applying for these positions in the Florida State Guard, which is getting funded now by the legislature. And you know what? Even their logo is really freaking cool, Sam. You know the Don't Tread on Me logo, the uh, patriotic logo with the coiled rattlesnake uh, you know, preparing to strike. It says, Don't Tread on Me. The logo for the Florida State Guard is an alligator with its mouth wide open, and underneath it it says, Let Us Alone. So kind of <laughs> channeling in that revolutionary vibe uh, with a very cool logo with the uh, you know mascot of their state. So a lot of things happening right now. Makes you a little bit um, excited for the things yes. that uh, might might take place. And the poll really relates to a lot of Trump supporters. Shock poll majority of Trump supporters now in favor of seceding from the union. Um, and this is an area where you and I disagree slightly. Um, I don't think a secession is good for America because I don't believe how it could be practically carried out. Um and we've talked about that, but in your defense, you do believe that is one of the answers that we should pursue, James. It's well, okay and, that we and, disagree. And and this is the thing is I, I I think where we may look at it out of slightly different lenses. I mean, you know, in a perfect world, they can be overlapping, but there there is there's too much diversity in America, and by that I mean there's just too many different people groups that don't agree on anything. If you don't have the same culture the same language the same heroes the same holidays the same faith the same any of these ties that bind then then what are you doing in in, in league and cooperation with one another why would you want to be uh in in a cooperation with 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 people who want to destroy your way of life so my my focus isn't 
what's best for America. It is what's best for our people. What's best for our people, and our people are the people who who share those those traits that I that I said. And that doesn't mean that I hate other people, but I certainly love my family and the people with whom I have the most in common first. And so, you know, how it could be done and uh, how that sorts out, uh, you know, it's something that would have to be decided and determined. Certainly, I would hope that it would be a peaceful separation. We certainly don't want any violence and and bloodshed. But uh, the country's much more at odds now than it ever was during the civil. Oh, it war, is. The, the, civil the separation war. is the problem when you've got Chicago. Uh, and Memphis, <laughs> and St. Louis, and, and, and these liberal cities right in the center of our country there. And you got both coasts that are super liberal, chopping off all trade from across the pond, so to speak. You know, you, you've got some fundamental problems with that. Now, I, ideologically, I get it. I get the concern. I see why the majority of Trump voters are wanting to secede, because they say there's no choice. But here's the deal. DeSantis now has articulated his view on the Ukraine, and it upsets the deep state hawks. Ron joined Donald in declaring that defending Ukraine from Russia was not was not a vital interest of the United States. It drew swift condemnations from the deep state establishment Republicans who want to defend Ukraine against Russia, um, but it's not a vital interest for the United States at all, says Ron. Now, Donald's been saying that, too. Both of them are right. So it turns out that 75% of Republican primary voters are delighted that Ron and Don are united on Ukraine. Let's get the heck out of it. It's not of major interest to us, James. Well, Trump has been consistently good on foreign policy. In fact, that was the, one of the things that was so refreshing about him when he first declared his candidacy. Obviously, he was most known for his position on immigration. But he, he split with the ruling elite of the Republican Party on the neoconservative foreign policies of, of the two Bush presidents. And that's a great thing for the country, I think. So I think I can trust Trump a little bit more on this than DeSantis. If you if you look at Trump's language with regards to Russia and Ukraine, it is unequivocal. There's just no other way to see it than than what it is. DeSantis is is sort of stabbing in that direction, but it, the way it's worded in legalese and political speak, it's, it leaves a little bit more room for uh, fluctuation <laughs> and interpretation and. And you could imagine All that. All I know that is Don and Ron, buddy, you guys need to get on the same page, and you need to do it fast. I think Donald should run for president. Ron should run for vice president. We should set the standard. Let's list who will surround them. Let's list what government agencies they'll abolish. Let's go to work, people. Shall we? Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. My dear brother, James Edwards, with me. ThePoliticalCesspool.org is his incredible weekly radio program. Check it out. ThePoliticalCesspool.org. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. We declare God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. 
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues. This is the broadcast for March 15th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. We use the checks and balances brilliantly put in the supreme law of our land, the Constitution. That's why we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. James Edwards with me, thepoliticalcesspool.org. You know, uh, we're talking about a national divorce, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people want it between red and blue states. I don't think the practicality is there is the problem. But fundamentally, I agree with James Edwards that, you know what, we're so divided, I don't know if we can even come back together. While Donald Trump wants to abolish the education department and jettison the deep state, while Ron and Don both want to get out of the Ukraine and say we shouldn't be there at all, jettisoning the hawkish foreign policies of modern-day Republicans, going back to a yesteryear of a humble foreign policy, a George Washington-slash-Ron Paul-esque foreign policy, the kind of policy they always talk about when they're running for office, not when they govern, but when they run, they talk sense. Um, Now this is the case, but you know what? Let's contrast this, James, with the Joe Biden crew. Well, we we certainly have a clip. Uh, I don't know if we want to go to that directly or... Absolutely. uh, Set it up. Let's do it, buddy. I can play it on my end, or we can do it on the network's end. Nope, I got it ready to go. It. They're ready. All right, let's go. A transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man, or I want to become a woman, or I want to change. I mean, what, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. So what you just heard there, Sam, was the man who is at least playing the part of the president of the United States saying that it is sinful and cruel. He used both of those words in that 45-second clip. It is sinful and cruel to ban puberty blockers and sex change operations for kids, as if kids... Young elementary-aged kids have the agency and the wherewithal to make a decision such as that. And the reason why you have more of that happening now, well, it's a lot of reasons, a, a fall away from God, uh, a media that glamorizes such things, uh, parents who are not raising kids in, in, in proper ways, public schools. I mean, there's it's a widespread litany of reasons why. Uh, some of these things are happening more now, whereas, of course, they never happened in a better day and age. But uh, when I got my start, uh, God, at the years go by, about 25 years ago now, a little less than that, but in the year 2000, I got my start with Pat Buchanan. And you could say, you know, you're voting for the lesser of two evils to vote for one party over the other. Uh, there was very little difference. But uh, and at the head table, at the elite level of these parties, that that's still true. Although you do have some people now uh, in the Republican part in the Republican Congress that are saying things that are that are that are refreshing. 
But the Democrats certainly weren't nearly as unhinged even then, as bad as they were in the 2000s, in the early 2000s. You even had Barack Obama in 2008 running on, uh, he was against homosexual marriage. So it just goes to show how, how you know, and now in 2023, of course he was lying, but he at least said that uh, at the time. Now you, you have the Democrats and the media uh, full on in favor of, of mutilating and forever ruining and taking away a child's ability to have a family one day. Sam, that is flat out and full on satanic. And for whatever their faults, and there are plenty, Trump, DeSantis, your garden variety Republican, this is this is something else entirely. I, I, I mean, this is so bad and so evil, it, it, it wonders, you wonder how we've been spared God's wrath yet. But that's what the Democrats are up to. Well, and that's the problem, and that just highlights this divide you're talking about. Look, ladies and gentlemen, psychotic is the word I can come up with, relating to psychosis, suffering from psychosis, psychotic, psychotic Joe Biden literally uses his position as president of the United States. I get your point whether that's legitimate or not, but psychotic joe biden on listen to me carefully folks what is cruel and sinful i'm telling you joe's a psychopath right this is insane folks and i don't know how we deal with but this highlights the point the democrats are literally kind of allowing joe to have this narrative Folks, scientifically, morally, you've got an X and a Y gene. This is not debatable in science. Remember, they're just following the science, folks. No, they're not. They're lying to you. Now Joe is going to tell you what's sinful and not, as if he's like King Jesus. Has he lost his cotton-picking mind? Yeah, Let think me about this for a minute, James. This is insane. Now, others are saying Biden claims he's a Catholic. He's proving over and over and over he's not a Catholic at all, yeah. James. Well, Bill Clinton played that game, too. He'd come out with one of those coffee table Bibles out of the biggest you know, church in Arkansas as if uh, he'd ever cracked the cover. Uh, and the churches are a problem, too, and I'll, I'll get to that in just a moment. But this this thing with the trans, transgenderism, and they call it transphobia, is if you – the only reason you're opposed to it is because you, you, you're ignorant. You're, you're fearful of it. You see, you don't understand it. There's no phobia about it at all. I don't fear uh, these these people. I, I think that it's degenerate and abhorrent, and I think it's ruining their lives. And by the way, the media glamorizes anytime some celebrity goes through a, a surgery like this uh, – whether it be Bruce Jenner or uh, Ellen Page, and then they call themselves Caitlyn Jenner. And El her name was Ellen Page. Now she calls herself Elliot. Maybe she's a man now. But uh, and, uh, but this is this is this is there is a tried and true way to get these things through. And he, and here it is: any radical egalitarian movement, and this is just the latest. This transgenderism is just the latest. You have, and the author of this piece where I found that clip really just breaks it down succinctly. You have leftists that begin pushing for fringe issues like this, like transgenderism. Then it's picked up by liberal academics. 
uh, it, it hits critical mass at the universities and it becomes a consensus among liberals and leftists writ large. It's then pushed down the culture by the media. It's pushed down into the culture through executive action. It eventually becomes the law. Conservatives will put up a token resistance, but eventually cave in and move on. The culture then adapts this to be the new political and legal landscape, and it becomes a sin to oppose it, a sin to oppose the mutilating of the genitals of children. And as absurd as that sounds, Sam, theological arguments will eventually be created in churches to accommodate this, love is love, or some such nonsense. The churches always adapt. And I say this as a Christian, and I'm not talking about every single church and every single body of believers. I'm talking about the leadership of the various denominations. And they will also deny, they will deny that there was ever a time when they were opposed to children trying out new genders. If you're born in the 1920s and lived through the 1980s, you witnessed the invention of racism. You watched it become a sin. This whole culture twist itself into a pretzel to accommodate the new dogma. And you also watched your descendants forget the past. And uh, at some point, this is what I'm saying. How far will America fall before you say, you know what? We've got to break off. You've got to cut out the cancer. You've got to... Break free, whether that's a national divorce or whatever, because I want to protect my children from this. I want to get them as far away as, from it as possible. And the fact of the matter is, through history, Sam, there's nothing unique about that. Uh, nations, empires, as I said, that's they rise right. and fall. You look at I Europe. Agree. Europe redraws the, the, the its political is, boundaries. There's nowhere to escape now, though. You used to be able to escape to the United States from Europe or from some of these other countries looking for religious freedom. Now the problem is there's nowhere to go. They've even tried the Free State Project in New Hampshire to make the point not enough people were willing to flock to the state. Uh, you've literally tried the South seceding from the Union. Uh, literally, what, 600,000 people dead as a result of the Civil War? Um, so the concept is a good one. There's got to be a way. But where do you go? How do you get that done? I can't even create a constitutional county and have Americans flock to that, James. Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but of course, any people group who lived at the time when their existing nation became something else. I mean, you look through 20th century Europe, and just about every every people group in Europe saw uh, the rise and fall and the redrawing of lines of their respective countries. I mean, especially in the Soviet bloc, for instance, and uh, what happened after World War II. I mean, it's just that was almost the norm. It, it, you, you'd be lucky if you could live a long life and not see uh, your your, yeah, your nation right. you're right. So the question is, how do we deal with what's red, what's blue? You look at a map, and they would control all the coasts. <laughs> no, well, they how, would, how, no, they wouldn't control all the coasts at all. I mean, by God, the old Confederacy got a ton of coastline all the way uh, from North Carolina down to Florida, over through Texas. That's yeah, just that part of it. You're talking about a southern coast of the Gulf of Mexico. That's right. Uh, but but I'm just saying, from an east coast and west coast, where most of our shipping lanes are right now. It's all liberals all get out, all the way down. Well, you got Virginia, Virginia, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. That's East Coast. I mean, that you know, Virginia's got the Navy. You know, the the I think the Navy's even based there now. Virginia's a purple yeah, state. I'm, I'm, not way sure that fell, I'm not sure they're conservative states, though. We'll talk about that coming up. Georgia's got the biggest election fraud in the country. Yeah, that's right. All right, hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. James Edwards with me on your radio. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So look, while Joe Biden is literally attacking Florida for their stance to reject these trans drugs and all this stuff to our kids, right? Think about that. While Joe Biden highlighting that, saying it's literally sinful. Florida's medical board voted to block puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and gender-affirming surgeries on children. They did that last November. Now Joe's talking about it right now. Whacked-out psychotic Joe is saying it's sinful and, wow, sinful and cruel. Well, that's what Biden's talking about. Trump's talking about abolishing the education department. They couldn't get further apart if they tried. Here's Donald. What's happening is very simple. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. And I will totally obliterate the deep state. I will fire the unelected bureaucrats who have weaponized our justice system. Look at what they've done to our justice system, what they have done to our justice system. I will direct the Department of Justice to go after Marxist prosecutors' offices to make them pay for their illegal race-based enforcement of the law. Many racists are there. There you have it. Now, Kevin McCarthy wants you to support House Republicans, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It's just a little bit 
psychotic, folks. It is just psychotic where we are. So let's just show how big this divide is, James. I just got an email from Kevin McCarthy a couple days ago. And he wants you to tell you how awesome their efforts have been in the House, okay? This is Kevin McCarthy emailing Sam Bushman. I'm not special. I'm just on a list with a bunch of people, right? I can't really get a hold of Kevin McCarthy, and that's part of my problem is that why, if he's really delivering as he's saying, why won't he come on Liberty Roundtable Live and talk about it? Or Bridie on radio and TV. Or the Loving Liberty Radio Networks with other hosts. Or Liberty News Radio. Or James Edwards, the political cesspool, for crying out loud. Okay, here's Kevin McCarthy's headline. We just wrapped up a huge week in Washington, Sam. Kevin McCarthy. Then he says this, James. Last week, my Republican colleagues and I voted to halt D.C.'s soft-on-crime bill, block Biden's woke plan to use your retirement funds on leftist social justice investments and introduced our parents' Bill of Rights to prioritize education over indoctrination in the classrooms. Now, I don't even know what he just said, but that's so far from what we need. He says, in addition, <laughs> we've acted to do the following things, James. Fire, free, or fire three corrupt Democrats from their committees. Defund 87,000 IRS agents, but you see, it'll never pass the Senate, never get signed by the president, so it's token at best. All right? Because you can't defund that like that. Form a committee to tackle the Chinese communist threat. Form a committee, which means you're just thinking about it, buddy. Investigate the weaponization of the federal government. Why are we going to investigate that? We've been investigating that for years. Eliminate the military vax mandates. You'll never get it past the Senate into Joe. Investigate the origins of COVID-19. We already know the origins. Look, Joe and Hunt, Donald and everybody already did that, and they tell you that it was a lab leak. I submit it was intentionally released from a lab. You already know that you got a criminal, Anthony Fauci. You already know we need Nuremberg trials. We also took several significant actions to protect innocent life from radical abortionists. Yeah, you did. Here's what's next on the docket. Here's what we're going to do now. Secure our border. Produce more American energy. Halting Biden's socialist spending spree. Wait a minute. Weren't you guys just as big a spenders as Joe? Remember, Congress controls. Wait a minute. Um, Kevin, you're the one that controls the purse strings, buddy. You in the House, not the Senate, not Donald, not the courts. You. He says, now we're delivering. Would you consider donating some money to me? We're just on a thin dime, James. We need your cash. Yeah, yeah they are uh, very aggressive, the Republican National Committee. Every, I'm on the list like you, Sam. I don't know. I think I bought the only Republican I've ever donated money to. I bought a yard sign. I bought a yard sign from Donald Trump when he first announced to put in my yard. This was back in, like, March of 2000 excuse me, March of 2016, and 
I'm on re- every Republican fundraising list now <laughs> that's out there. I've literally donated $10 to a Republican candidate in my life when I bought that yard sign. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, but the thing is with Kevin McCarthy, you can thank Matt Gates. And you can thank people like Lauren Boebert and some of these others who held out and got some of these concessions. Uh, again, we so often let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I didn't want to see McCarthy in there as speaker. We had uh, Representative Steve King on the show who kind of broke down what was going on behind the scenes there. But that whole thing with the the, the tapes that Tucker Carlson was playing, uh, I think that was part of the deal, if I understand correctly, that if uh, they voted for him, he would uh, make sure that those tapes were released and uh, the, the the tapes that Tucker was playing with regards to the January 6th uh, that showed what really happened there uh, versus what, of course, was, was presented to everybody. But Kevin McCarthy did all of that kicking and screaming. If they did not have that leverage, if the Marjorie Taylor Greens and these other people didn't have the leverage over him, uh, he would have never offered those concessions. So, no, he, he's not a friend and doesn't deserve uh, doesn't deserve that dime. But uh, going back to what Trump said before, he, he promises these wonderful things, things that I would 100% be behind, you know, abolishing this and tearing down that, you know, these criminally corrupt institutions. Uh, but we've heard that before, and when he actually was the president, he, he, he didn't do it. And even if he wanted to, even if he was sincere this time around, and he intended and set out to do that, I think he would probably quickly find out that he's only the president and the president uh, isn't the one calling the shots here in America. It is a cabal. It is a shadowy cabal. Uh, it is a deep state thing. And a president can always be replaced, taken out or whatever. And uh, the, the beat will go on. Uh, and, and but you mentioned though, Sam. I mean, going back to all of the things we've been talking about, just how how America is careening out of out of out of control so fast and so hard now, it's really accelerated. Uh, the Republican base has moved in the right direction, uh, while inversely, America itself has has moved in uh, a terrible direction. And, and this whole thing with transgenderism. I mean, I agree. Yes, it would be very difficult to do a national divorce would be very difficult to do but think about how dangerous it's going to be for our children's children if we stay uh at the uh, with the institutions in the system well, and you going highlight in this the direction. very problem james and that's true what do we do in this situation to where they're literally denying science they're literally just denying everything that we hold dear they're literally turning their back on god we used to have jesus tell us what was sin or not now Joe Biden's going to tell you what sin is, yeah. James. It's a okay. sin not to allow these kids to destroy their futures. And you never to hear me, the media. It's a sin to do this to the innocent children. It's criminal. It's against you, science, and it's criminal, James. A parent's job is to protect their kids. Any parent that goes along with this, it, 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 it should be brought up on charges, I believe. I mean, this is... You, you, how could you allow your kids to ruin their future? And this is the thing that the media never mentions. I don't know if I said this before, but it, it, it needs to be repeated. I would love to know because I know that it's, it's widespread. I, I couldn't tell you the exact percentage because, of course, they don't want you to know this and nobody's looking into this. But after a kid you know, wakes up one day on a lark and for whatever reason, you know, kid's a kid. My kid thinks he's, you know, a superhero from time to time or, or a monkey or something, you know. I mean... They're kids, <laughs> but when they grow up, I I would love to know the percentage of how many kids or, or now adults or people who have undergone these radical, radical 
surgeries that forever yeah. alter their ability to have a family. How, how often they regret it. I, well, I, I would wonder example. that. I met with a guy about a year ago in Utah. He came to Utah as a public speaker who was a, let me try to think about this. He was born male. He did everything possible to be a female. Okay? Including um, breast enhancement, drugs, including uh, losing his male anatomy, replacing it with constructed <laughs> female anatomy. <laughs> anatomy. Okay, I- I'm just trying to be, as, you know, I'm on the radio, right? Anyway, this guy did everything you could possibly do. I'll tell you the rest of the story in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A Russian fighter jet dumped fuel on an MQ-9 Reaper drone and struck the propeller of the surveillance drone over the Black Sea in a brazen violation of international law, causing the unmanned aerial vehicle to crash. Russia insisted its warplanes did not hit the drone in international waters near Crimea. Republican Representative Michael Waltz from Florida on Fox News says Russia does not get to decide anything we do in international waters. We should be putting three drones back in there uh, to replace this one and sending a very clear message to Russia. This was over international waters. They don't get to decide where the United States sends our aircraft, sends our ships, uh, or, or who we decide or how we decide to defend it. A federal judge in Texas will hear arguments today in a case involving the abortion pill brought on by a Christian group attempting to save the life of unborn children. The drug, when used with a second pill, has become the most common method of abortion in the United States. Another sign of America's terrible economic condition, Meta Platforms, a parent company of Facebook, says it's planning to cut roughly 10,000 jobs over the coming months. This is the second round of mass layoffs as the company's efforts are to be more efficient in a difficult economy. Meta Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg is calling it the year of efficiency. Get ready for beer-flavored popsicles. March Madness, not just about basketball anymore. One company wants you to think of its product when you think of the big basketball month. Coors Light, the makers of beer, have a very special limited-run beer-flavored popsicle. That's right, it's non-alcoholic, and they say it tastes like real beer. It'll come in a tube like an Otter Pop, and it'll be available only for a limited time and only during March Madness. So while you're cracking a few cold ones watching the games, you can let the kids unwrap a frozen one to enjoy the madness with you. I'm Skip Kelly. Thanks for listening. This is USA News. This report is brought to you by Crescent Tools. Most toolboxes contain a Crescent wrench, which tradesmen and DIYers have trusted for more than a century. But what many call a Crescent wrench isn't always the real deal. The reason? True Crescent wrenches are made by Crescent Tools, which started producing the adjustable wrench in 1907. However, few realize that Crescent is the brand, not the tool. Nor do they understand that Crescent makes more than just wrenches. Brendan Walsh, Director of Product Management at Crescent Tools. What a person thinks is a crescent wrench may just be an adjustable wrench. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-485-8801. 800-485-8801. 
That's 800-485-8801. Hard-hitting talk. We pull no punches. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. James Edwards, ThePoliticalCessPool.org, and Sam Bushman breaking it down just for you. So I was talking about this gentleman that I met who was a male at birth, so he's got XY, right? Isn't that it? XY, James? Isn't that the deal? Uh, it's one of those things, you know. Yeah. Can't know anymore, see? Science is just obliterated. Anyway, this guy was a boy or a man at birth, a male with male anatomy. He literally did everything you could possibly do to be a female. Changed his name legally, uh, literally got his junk changed, the whole bit. And then he got introduced to God and became a Christian and realized the evil, the satanic folly of his ways. He then completely transitioned back to a male entirely, name, everything, and now goes around speaking around the country telling everyone how evil, dishonest, and immoral and wrong it is and how he was deceived by Satan and betrayed by the medical community. And I asked him every question of the sun because it was just me and him at a booth, at an event. And I literally asked him everything. I even asked him about, hey, are, you know, the sex organs that you get. Uh, are they? And he said, no, they're not real. They're bogus. They don't work. They don't function. There's no feeling. How he terrible. Said, he, he explained all the details, which I will not go into. I'm just highlighting enough to where you really know. I asked him everything. Well, here's the deal. He now has a wife. And his wife understands all that he's been through and loves him, but they can't have normal sex, James. I won't go into any more detail than that. I'm just telling you, I asked him everything. Well, and see, and that... every single bit of it is an absolute satanic lie. None of it's real. All of it's fake. None of your organs work at all when you transition or when you transition back. You lose that forever. And see, nobody's talking about that. See, that's the thing. That, that's what I was talking about before the break. I, I would be willing to bet that at some point after the so-called transition that more people end up on this guy's uh, the side of the ledger that this guy's on the people who live the rest of their lives forever thankful uh, that they that they went through this um, and this to your point Sam to two of your points what you just mentioned and then what you were saying earlier they claim that they have the science behind it the science I mean the X and Y chromosomes those don't really matter anymore because, see, we have the science, but but they don't. I mean, what you're talking about here, and I use medical terms just to sort of reinforce your point. Uh, in, in the case of a man, you know, you can have a mastectomy where you remove the, the, the female breasts. Um, and uh, for, for a man, it's called a, a vaginoplasty. Now, women can have that, too, for, for some sort of uh, reconstruction, but uh, in the case of a man who is so-called transitioning into becoming a woman, uh, it is for the construction of, of uh, the, the female genitalia. And, and what they do in this is that they remove the scrotum and the testes. So you can butcher somebody. Uh, you can do that with the medical equipment and technology that we have available now. You can butcher these things, uh, but you're not going to make them work as God intended. And so they, they, they take space for the female genitalia. They dissect it between the bladder 
in the rectum. They take skin from what would have was once the male genitalia, which has now been removed. They take that skin and invert it to create the inner walls of the genitalia that they are putting on this man, uh, who is now pretending to be a woman. And then uh, they, they line, take extra skin from the scrotum to, to further line this artificial uh, vagina. And But here's the thing, Sam. The science is, is behind this, right? Well, if the science was behind it, the body would accept it. Uh, the body does not accept this. And I'm sure you probably got into this part of the conversation with the gentleman that you were talking to. The body doesn't accept it. The body treats this as a wound. And this wound has to be continually reinforced or because the body tries to close it and heal it. If the science was behind it, the body would recognize this as natural. It is not natural. And much more than that, it is just at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it is just another way to separate people from God, to put people into despair, uh, and to further harm the nuclear biological family. Now, you asked, James, that, uh, or kind of hinted, asked, suggested, there's going to be a huge wave of this happening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I don't know if you know, but the Daily Wire has information on this hundreds of young people regret trans transgender transitions um and they have videos on this at the daily wire to highlight this criminal act and the regret they have from it james yes and it's just again because you have this satanic press system that we've got here the satanic media who is promoting all of this and see, and they act like, oh, well, we're for the people. We're for these people. We don't want these people to be discriminated against because this is everybody should be who they are. But, but this is not who they are. This is not the way God made them. And they're not even in favor of the people that they claim to be advocating for. The Satan. I mean, the, the Satan will tell you that, oh, I just want you to be happy. Yeah, drugs, promiscuous relationships, uh, whatever. You know what makes you happy? You only live once. Do it if it feels good. Do it. But the, the, even the media and the system that is trying to act as though they're allies with these people, they're not doing what's in their best interest. Because if they were, they would say, listen, you can't do this. This is going to destroy your life. This is going to destroy your body. Uh, but they don't do that. And they sure, but they still glamorize it. And they sure don't ever make mention of what you're just mentioning. Hundreds. I mean, just hundreds in this one article that this one article identified. I would be willing to bet. And I would love a, a study and, and, and research polling to be done on this, that the majority of people regret it. The majority of people regret it. And then there's going to be the people who say that they don't just because, I mean, what else are they going to do at this point? But in their hearts and then they, you know, late at night when the demons come, uh, I, I, I can't imagine them forever being happy with this decision uh, and not living with some sort of profound regret. And, and I would like to know suicide, the suicide rate amongst uh, people who have so mutilated themselves. And and again, I mean, at some point, certainly the buck has to stop at the individual. Like, you did this so to yourself. James, Nobody did this to you. But 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 I think that the system has to be held accountable to the medical establishment, no the media, et cetera. No question. But here's the deal. So Joe Biden literally speaking out, saying it's a sin for the Florida Medical Board to stop these transitions. But now you watch hundreds of young people regret gender transition seek reversals dailywire.com now while that's going on kevin's like we wrapped up a huge week in washington man we're going after the deep state 
we're going to go ahead and, you know, work on this. They're not doing anything, James. Nothing. Um, Donald's out there going, God, we got to get rid of the education department. No, dear, you've been telling us that for 50 years, Republicans. Come on now. Okay, but now listen to this. Now Kevin McCarthy and others at the House, they say Congress unites on punishing the Communist Chinese Party for organ harvesting. It's awesome, right? But here's the problem, James. I don't know if you know, but Matt Staver over at Liberty Council has been working for years now to defend American patriots who went undercover like James O'Keefe and proved that the abortion mills is harvesting and selling baby body parts, live aborted baby body parts, and the government's involved in those sales. But we're going to now say in the House, we're going to go after and unite to go after the communist Chinese harvesting organs. But yet in court right now, the people that expose this from Planned Parenthood in bed with our government harvesting and selling these organs. We're going to go after the communist Chinese for this. But yet we're going to let the person that uncovered the criminal activity, the fraud, the murder of these babies in America, that person is threatened with going to prison and Planned Parenthood continues to get funded. And Kevin's like, yeah, we had a big week back here, James. Have these people lost their minds? We're so far from even discussing the real issues, it's not even funny, James. This is this is progress. Anytime I, I use this line often, anytime you hear progress being mentioned in our modern modern parlance, it means something's getting progressively worse. And who could have imagined? You know, thank God that uh, we, we, you know, to his eternal credit, Trump with his Supreme Court justices were able to strike a big blow against uh, legalized murder of infants in this in, in, this, in this country, baby unborn babies. Um, you can still get an abortion. Abortion isn't outlawed in America. You can still get it in certain states. In some some states, it's harder now. It's kicked back to the states, which is which is which is fine by me. But it was hard to imagine that you could have lived in a country that would be any more degenerate, sanctioning the ritualistic murder of unborn babies. And then, but sh- now, surely you have. Now that you you didn't just murder them, you can harvest their organs. You can uh, let them be full on boys and girls and allow them to mutilate their genitals as we've been talking about and uh, i mean it's just like the people that we, we read about who, who sacrificed their children to moloch i mean this is this is where we're at this is where we're at now and uh, do we want to continue to live with with these people uh that's a, that's a that's the tough question we keep circling back to yeah congress because one side will impose its one side will impose the its chinese will on the party other. anyway james how are you going to punish them <laughs> We've got our own communists here I'm more worried about right now. China's a long way away, but it's a problem. Yeah, hang tight. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. 
That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Well, Kevin McCarthy begs for your money to continue the deep state, ladies and gentlemen, and does nothing. Joe Biden doubling down on transgender perversion against all moral reality and against science. Now Joe Biden signing executive orders to, quote, reinforce background checks for gun buyers, Reuters News Service. This is a shame, too. Um, hey, why don't they stop Joe? I don't even see anybody trying to impeach Joe over there. Yeah, and I wouldn't uh, hold my breath uh, for it either for as much as they – and there has been a, a little bit of a pulse on there being some difference, at least on with regards to some members of the Republican Congress. But uh, as a whole, it's still it's still a duopoly up there, and, and they look after and protect one another. I mean, you saw – you see it, uh, I, I guess, the best photographic – reinforcement of this that I can come up with is the the picture where Bill Clinton and uh, Hillary Clinton and George Bush and George Bush Sr. and Laura Bush, they're all there. They're all friends. They're all hanging out. They're all hugging each other. I mean, they're all in a group. Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they're not going to hold each other accountable. The only pe- Have you noticed this, Sam? The only people who get held accountable, and uh, honestly, they're not even being held accountable. They're being specifically targeted and taken out on trumped-up uh, charges. Are, are the people who actually are there to do good? Uh, Steve King, Jim Trafficant, uh, Steve right. Stockman. You know, those are the that, only people that ever pay a price. Point, James, that we're getting nowhere, folks. That's the problem. Now, Hunter's shady banking transactions finally released to Congress, they say. But, James, do you believe that's a coincidence? The second two big banks fail, the second and third largest banks fail <laughs> ever since 2008. Both of those are melting down, and we've been waiting since like 2016 or 17 for accountability on Hunter Biden. And now, hey, they instantly release Hunter's banking information at the same time. Coincidence, sir? No, no. Well, and, and nothing's going to happen even now. I mean, this stuff with Hunter, Hunter Biden and, and, and the corruption there has been well known since at least the last presidential campaign. So going on three or four years now and nothing's going to happen now. Nothing's ever going to happen. The deep state protects their own. The elite protect their own. The only people that they ever go after, the people that are that, that stand in the way or, or at least serve as somewhat of an impediment. And 
It, that is a that is a very tough system to restore and make good and whole again. No question for that. Now, there's a teacher that said, F, capitalism, communist teacher brags about indoctrinating students with Marxist literature. She says, revolutions require and often have violence. Candace Hathaway with The Blaze has this story. A self-described communist teacher, Rebecca Rothstein, from Maryland bragged on social media about indoctrinating her students with communism and Marxist literature. Rothstein told her more than 13,000 TikTok followers that she had to unbrainwash herself to fall in love with communism and socialism. And Rothstein then shared that she believes boys should get vasectomies at birth or when it's safe to do so and says, hey, why is you know, getting rid of pregnancy only left up to the woman. In another TikTok video, this teacher uh, claimed that all white people experience white privilege and being silent on Palestine is white supremacy. <laughs> Literally, this is what's going on, James. This teacher is allowed to continue. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, teachers who... Preach the failed and murderous doctrine of communism are certainly safe in their jobs. We can't be discriminatory, and uh, we have freedom of speech and association. Oh, wait, unless you want to pray in school. You want to pray in a public school? You want to lead your children in prayer or something like that or teach them that there's two genders and uh, so on and so forth and not not hundreds of genders? Then, uh, then uh, well, uh, you're out of here, and you're out of here real quick. That, that Well, that's another thing. I mean, we're talking about the... Uh, the people who, who who pay a price, you if you if you luck out and, and and get a congressman who's faithful to his duty. I mean, those are the ones that are going to get catch charges, not the ones that are actually committing crimes. And it's the same thing. I mean, it, it, this teaches another example. The system protects its own. And communism. Why do we never hear about the tens of millions of of of, of Christians who were murdered in the name of communism in in the twentieth century? That you know, they some war crimes are more criminal than others, I guess, and that that's just something you don't hear. You don't hear about uh, there's a there's a, a lot of wrongs to be righted. We got our work cut out for us, but uh, thankfully we're here plugging away until God Himself calls us home. We do the best we can with what we've got at our disposal. And folks, with that said, I would listen. It's not for me; it's for you. Support the work of Sam Bushman in this radio network. Truly, one of the last bastions of of of, of a free press in this country. Now check this out: Jim Jordan in Congress. Drops hammer on Anthony Fauci. The House leader reveals that he's building criminal case against Fauci. Jordan accused Fauci and the Center for Disease Control Prevention of changing the definition of gain-of-function research to protect themselves. We've heard for a long time that Fauci was working with the Wuhan labs, ladies and gentlemen, right, in their efforts to strengthen now, emails suggest Fauci was involved in a cover-up. Well, here's the problem that I have with all this, James. We've had plenty of years to investigate this already of Fauci. Why are we just digging into it now? Answer, Fauci's not going to suffer or go anywhere. I'm telling you that right now. I wish he would. Yeah, that- but what, we're just going to investigate again? Like we're going to investigate Hunter again? Like we're going to investigate Joe again? They're never going to get paid dirt on this thing. 
No, every now and then somebody will be investigated with a wink and a nod to, to fool the sheep into believing that there's you know some sort of a accountability process going on. But the first time a guy like Fauci actually swings, the first time one of their agents, and I'm not talking about low-level people like Anthony Weiner who are the victims of his own destruction, you know, getting taken out or taken down. I'm talking about people who who, who are who are there doing the bidding uh, of the elite, uh, who don't self implode in an Anthony Weiner type scandal, which is you know sort of an anomaly. And what can you do? But the first time a guy like Fauci or any of these deep staters who have, you want to talk about criminal corruption, the the amount of constitutional violations and actionable criminal violations that that are committed. Is innumerable. The first time any of these guys go down, I, I can you let me ask you. I mean, can you think of one that just really went down? That was a you know a hard deep stater. No, that went down. Of course not. That's my. I, whole I can't point think of any. Kevin's wasting our time begging me for money. You should have never allowed that criminal to, to to take over the house in the first place, but that failed, and Donald was for it. But folks, there's a plague worse than COVID that no one's really even allowed to talk about. It's the victim mentality. Candace Owens kind of focuses on this. You know what? It prevents us. It's a mind trap preventing us from seeing anything different than we're a victim. And if you hold a permanent view of yourself as a victim, then you become your own oppressor, she points out. Uh, very interesting, James. But this is what I think we're, is happening right now. Look, Donald is out in left field trying to become relevant right now. The best way you can become relevant is do what I advised, Donald, and take on Ron DeSantis as your running mate yesterday. Okay? While that's happening, Kevin McCarthy out in the weeds, flirting with socialism and communism, and Joe Biden doubling down and, and destroying this nation as fast as he possibly can. Joe Biden's a nutcase. Meanwhile, we're learning more and more and more about what long COVID symptoms really are. Do you know what face blindness is, James? No, we talked about this. I want to learn about USA it. USA Today has this article about what face blindness is. It's not clear how many people have it or have developed it from COVID. It's not only COVID that can give it to you, but you get it sometimes after having COVID-19. Some people are born with face blindness called prosopic nocia, I think is how you say it while others lose the ability to identify faces from brain damage, sometimes from a stroke or other brain injury. Although facial recognition lives along a spectrum, ladies and gentlemen. Another recent study found that 1% struggle to recognize faces even if they see them quite often. At the most extreme, some don't even recognize themselves in a mirror or recognize their spouse. Okay? Now, think about this. This face blindness means you can't recognize people's faces. You can't remember a name and a face and put them together. It's just like, man, I, I, I just can't understand or recognize your face. Um, they say in it's extreme, you can't even recognize the face of your spouse. So this one lady says, when this happened to me, I literally... Um, Heard my dad's voice coming out, but it was the face of a stranger. Um, this is one of the latest discovered symptoms coming from COVID, James. 
COVID has caused this. Well, some people have it. They're born that way. Other people have it. They say it affects uh, autistic people oftentimes more than others. Uh, but now they say people who after COVID are ending up with it as well now. Yeah, there's a lot of things, uh, Sam, that are that are prevalent. Uh, there was actually a C- CNN report. My cousin has this. Uh, he got vaccinated and all of a sudden woke up uh, one day and he couldn't walk anymore. And they did. He went to neurologists. He went to all sorts of medical doctors, all different practices and fields. And the final consensus after about a year was it something called the, I'm not going to pronounce this right, the Guillain Bear syndrome. Yeah. Uh, Guillain Bar syndrome. Guillain Bar, that's C- right. Uh, CNN, of all places, CNN just last month said there is a direct link and correlation between a rise in this condition and people who are vaccinated. Even CNN admitted that. And my cousin had been able to walk in uh, a year this July. So, uh, and, and there's no really explanation for that and that, that this is the best that they can come up with. And there was an article, you know, he started looking it up and uh, CNN, of all places, said that there is a link. I don't know why CNN would have admitted that. That was shocking, but I read it and it was a CNN.com article. So, yeah, there's a lot of things. I, I You know, all of the died suddenly, all of these, you know, fit, able-bodied, youngish people who are, you know, died suddenly. Uh, I think there's a, even a documentary out uh, now called Died Suddenly. All of these people just. Don't, don't worry, know. It's James. A, it's a We're going to be holding court, buddy. We're going to look into these things. Yeah. No, but nobody's ever going to go to jail for this. Just like how can you how can you say Putin is a bad guy uh, when the United States had the audacity to go and just obliterate the Middle East? over fanciful weapons of mass destruction that never existed. All the people that died in that. And all the American servicemen, too, who lost limbs and died. I never heard George Bush say, you know what, sorry about that. We got it wrong. I mean, of course, they made it up to begin with. They knew that was never there. But, yeah, it's just some people are held accountable and some people aren't. The people in power are normally not going to hold themselves accountable. Until we, the people engage in a real way to demand prosecution for criminal activity, we need to hold Nuremberg trials and prosecute Fauci, ladies and gentlemen. Look, if we're not going to get that done, everything they're doing in Washington District of Criminals is a waste of time. Absolute waste of your time. Um, you know, if we're going to talk about a divorce, maybe we divorce ourselves to the feds um, rather than the red now and blue states dividing. Okay, <laughs> all I'm telling you is this is insane. All right, there you go. Sam Bushman, James Edwards, breaking it down just for you. Get ready for the award-winning political cesspool radio program this Saturday night. Available on these radio stations and across the country. Also available at, what is it, James? Thepoliticalcesspool.org. God save the republic.